Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed Misato's t-shirt, Heather Ann Campbell. <laughs> I'm self-proclaimed man who longs for the touch of others' lips and thus invited their kisses, Nick Weiger. <laughs> and I'm self-proclaimed shadow angel. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Whoa. Wow. Guys, this is huge. I don't know how we're going to talk about both of the episodes today because just the first episode is so fucking dense that like I I feel like I could write a college essay about it. This is this is for me. We're, we're we've entered into the real Evangelion as wow. of the last episode and now wow. we're like you can dig and dig and dig and you will still come up with layers of meaning for this fucking show from this point forward. That's, I mean, huge. That's huge. These episodes were fantastic. I've, I guess just to clue in the audience a, a smidge, I've purchased the Platinum Collection on DVD. Yeah. So yes. in, the, in the time we had off, like the week and a half, two weeks we had, because uh, we, we uh, bank record a couple weeks ago, um, I've since... Rewatched episodes one through 15 all the way through again, or one through 16 again, all the way through again. And then just this morning, I have rewatched 15 and six. I think I've seen 15 and 16 now like four times each because I'm not going past where we are in the show. I just yes. keep revisiting the ones that I have seen when I feel like I want to watch Eva, but I can't. So that's I've watched I've each doing. of these episodes three times. And the first time I watched the Netflix cut and mm -hmm. the second two times I watched the I did not purchase the platinum edition on DVD, <laughs> but I did pirate uh, the original cut on BitTorrent. No, and so I was watching. Nick, you yeah. borrowed my copy. You borrowed. Oh, uh, yeah, copy, I borrowed Nick. Matt's copy as legally. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I, 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 I watched that version. And this is one. And you queued you us up for this, Heather. You, you teed it. You teed this up. You let us know that this was going to happen. You set the golf ball on the tee there. You put the little wiffle ball on the tee. Uh, Gave it a said, batter up. Yeah. But yeah. Just like get ready. Get ready to hit this. We had, we had, our, we had our nine iron out. The the little golf ball was sitting on the tee. Yeah. You were like, you're like, get ready. And um, then you hit a hole in really one. I didn't. So, this fucking series did. I mean, <laughs> I, I just put like the golf ball out and then I was like, Eva will take care of the rest. Like, I don't got to do shit. It's I didn't true. make Eva, this. If I did, I'd kill myself. I'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> How like, can you exceed this? Wow. You're right. That's a horrible thing to say. And I don't want Hideo to blow his brains out because he made Evangelion. Mm -hmm. If I had made it, though, I would have been like, this, I can't. Yeah, that's This better. is the ceiling of ability. <laughs> like, that's it. And, and we would have understood. I mean, it's it's because the, these are really great episodes. But also the other thing you mentioned, Heather, is that this one was one where there was, there was a massive difference. I, I believe in this episode in particular, there's a massive difference in terms of the Netflix cut, which does not have the, the original music. Yeah. And the, you know, the one you'll get on the DVD releases. And uh, in particular, because there is an in uh, in episode sequence, which I'm sure we'll talk about, that uses "Fly Me to the Moon," "Fly Me to the Moon," "Fly Me to the Moon," "Fly Me to the Moon." Get his ass, Heather! <laughs> God damn it! "Fly Me to the Moon" um, or "Moon." Some people say "Moon." I say "Moon." Mm. Interesting. The yeah. <laughs> moon or moon, both are va both are valid. Interesting so that this has the, come up now that you've made a mistake. <laughs> 
Some people call it the filet of fish. Some people call it the fish delight. You know, they call it the fish delight. Both are fine. Some anyway. people call it McDonald's. Some call it McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> some, be- some people call it Sailor Moon. Some people call it Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> That's from our fellow uh, Jessica, who is lis- who is along in the chat, <laughs> enduring this. Thank you, Jessica. Um, uh, you you talked about how many times you've seen this episode, right? And I yes. I know how I know at minimum how many times I've seen this episode of Evangelion and, and all of them. And it's 26 times. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Once for every episode of the show. That's right. Mm. That's right. I, I've, I've watched it every year, almost, mm-hmm. uh, since it came out. And a couple times I've watched it twice in a single year. And I, oh, I mean, this episode is the for the the whole show has been a fucking robot show, right? It's been a robot show where you're assembling this team of children and you're like, oh, you got to battle these angels. And here we fucking go. This episode's like, hey, what if this shit was real? What if we were actually talking about like, the trauma of adulthood, the the horror of adolescence. What if what if you really, really think about these characters in a three-dimensional way? There was some quote a long time ago from Hideaki Anno that I'm paraphrasing because I literally I don't have it in front of me, which is that he doesn't write. Have I said this on the show before? He I don't doesn't think so. write f- like structure. And then fill that in with like events. Mm-hmm. What he writes is he writes a character to a certain place and mm. then he does a 360 degree view of what that character sees and then makes a choice informed by that new place. And I think that that is such a, 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 a like a watercolor way of writing script for television. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I've been forged in this cauldron of American screenwriting where it's like structure first this happens on this page this happens on this right. page this is a this is in an uh, a reflection of this moment and you you have to deliver all of these beats like like a fucking spreadsheet and you wouldn't this lo- so the first episode we're talking about is episode 15 which uh, the two titles are lies in silence and as Nick paraphrased earlier those women longed for the touch of others' lips and thus invited their kisses. And it is a angel-free episode mm-hmm. that is just character in the fucking dead center of this robot show about the end of the world. Yes, I keep thinking about this. It's like if um, Pacific Rim got spliced with Richard Linklater's before trilogy, uh, and then like gets back to it afterward. It's 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 like if 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 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, one of the Spider-Man movies was just like a high school drama about yeah. how hard it is to exist, and they don't <laughs> right. really even reference like powers. It's just yes. like fuck, um, and like oh man. I, it's so good. All right, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. The first part of this episode is uh, a bunch of secrecy, a bunch of like fucking like standard Eva stuff, right? You've got uh, uh, Gendo and his uh, sidekick Fuyutsuki are are in a helicopter. They're talking about like the human instrumentality pro- uh, project. They're talking about 
uh, Seal's involvement with Nerve. Um, and this this episode is structured like parallels. It is a constant, you're on one railroad track and then you switch to the next railroad track and then you switch to the next railroad track metaphorically. Because the next scene after this is... Uh, like Gendo and Fudski reference Kaji and then you cut to Kaji and he's uh, he's working on a level of secrets. Like Mm -hmm. he is, uh, he's talking to some fucking lady about like fake companies. What, what lady? The late, the, 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 the the little lady outside tending to the cats. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, you're like, you're like some hugely important figure. Yeah. In this like shadowy underground. Yeah. But you just have like like you the the your 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 cover is you seem so innocuous. It's yes. just like, oh man, this is so cool. She's like the Oracle in the Matrix, kind of, to me. It has yeah. a similar vibe. Right. Um uh but also I remarked too, something happens I think like right before this or right yeah, after yeah, this scene. Yeah, I mean I I'm just gonna be digging, so let's go. Let's go. The what? the title the title card pops up, the first title card. Uh <laughs> yeah. The Japanese title the card. Out of here, let's go. <laughs> yeah, there's like, all right, come on, I gotta play the catch. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get in an Eva. Um, the title card that pops up first is white, instead of what we're used to seeing black. And I, I had yeah. noticed that before, but then watching it again this morning, I was, I texted uh, our group chat and I was like, Heather, this feels important somehow, and I don't know why, and I don't know if we'll get an answer as to why, or if you have an answer right now that you could say that's not like. Uh, that maybe I missed within the episode or something, but it felt remarkable that it was, that it was white for some reason. I I don't know that there's ever been a stated reason for why this title card is white. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would like to think that it's because the episode is about inversions of relationships. So the Mm. first card is white. The second card is black and it is saying like, hey, all of these things are sort of reflections of one another. Like your first scene with Gendo and Fudski and secrecy is your second scene, which is uh, Kaji and this woman and secrecy. And both of these characters are speaking around what they actually want, right? Mm. The third scene is Asuka prank calling Kaji and saying uh, that she that she's about to be sexually assaulted and she needs help, yes, which insane. is another lie. Yes. And those are three scenes and three pieces of personalities where people want something and they are lying about their intentions and also lying about their circumstances uh, on either a professional or personal level, all trying to get at that same sort of like, F- that, that pyramid point. I don't know what you call mm-hmm, it. Right. The, f- the the bottleneck. Um. Um. That's I. That's a. I think there's there's probably a lot of validity to that. I read. I read. This is another one. This is from the Evangelion um, fandom wiki. So who knows how real it is? Uh. But it says. Um. One theory is that the guy who was in charge of the title cards for this episode, it was their first day. Uh. So he just um. He just made a goof. Nick. And that's that's an, that's another interesting one. That is interesting, and I do think that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I think both are possible. So, yeah, I I come in with the energy and love of one of my favorite things, and I set a timer. 
And it's always at the same moment that Weiger takes everything from me. <laughs> no. uh, Nick, your acting is getting really good, could I say? Oh, thanks. I was really believing you. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's freaking Nick I'm talking to here. He's being a stinker. I've, I've been taking workshops uh, specifically for this. Oh, just, oh, good. For this kind yeah, of misdirect? Just, yeah, just for bits on, on our, our paywall episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot. Okay. I'll just go. I just keep. I'll just barrel. I'll just try. No, and please. Keep going despite we're, we're dealing everything. With ca- we're dealing with so, Kaji, so like, like there, there is, there also is an element of like clearly get like because everyone seems to know everything, mm-hmm. or just like everyone seems to know more than they're letting on. So like Gendo is like referencing, right? Like they, in their conversation, they're talking about how Kaji they know about Ka- they yeah. they don't reference him specifically by name, but you know you yeah. know that's who they're talking about, and they're just sort of like yeah. ah let him do his own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So after after we had this scene with Asuka f- falsifying a sexual assault to get the attention of uh, of this guy who's much yeah. older than her. and A very and- 90s thing to happen. Like a very like sort of dated but, but premise. It is, it yeah. is, it is <laughs> yeah. but it is, but it comes back later. Yes. It comes, it's ex- exactly the same thing. So, so, so anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. So Asuka is, is set up on a blind date by one of her classmates. Uh, that's a plot point that's important for later. Um, but, uh, the next scene we see is Shinji watching Ray cleaning a classroom, uh, and, and kind of staring at her. Um, and we see her squeeze out like a a rag and like the water coming off of her hands. Uh, I think that this is a blatantly visually sexual image, Mm -hmm. but also it's, uh, it's a reference, I think, to Ray's relationship with water from the previous episode's poem. Uh, mm. You know, like her 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 placement in 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 between these people is one of almost like a natural force. And this is also the first episode where Ray starts exhibiting signs of self uh, because, uh, and I'm jumping ahead here. <clears throat> Shinji references this moment with Ray, uh, where yeah. he's like, where he's like, "Hey, I was watching you in in the, in the classroom, and you uh, you you looked like you'd be you'd be a good mom someday." And she blushes, which yes. is the first moment of like Ray having embarrassment or like experiencing like the pain of selfdom on the right. show. Like, there's a divide between her her relationship with water as a natural force and then her relationship to self in the elevator, right? It is in the elevator when he says it, right? I don't remember. It I don't is. Remember. And, and also, there, there's also, like, she... Because she seems just kind of oblivious and, like, maybe he's, like, yeah. just secretly peeping earlier. And then yeah. she's like, so that's why you were looking at me all day. It's like, oh, wait, she also knows everything that's going yeah. on at yes. once. Like, she's yeah. that perceptive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, and we've skipped over we've skipped over a scene where Misato and Ritsuko are talking about this wedding that they have to go to the next day. Uh, there is this for younger listeners. There's a moment in your adulthood when everybody around you starts either getting married or they start having kids. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't on that journey or you're 
time displaced from that journey. <laughs> like your peers are like getting married and, and you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's yes. like all of a sudden yeah. everybody around you is like going to school and you didn't even know what school was or, or like, right. does that make sense? Like, it's like, everybody's I just got involved. three save the dates like recently. Yeah. Like this is the rest of my year. And it's going to weddings. It is a, it is a, it is like somebody it's, it's, it's a prompt. It's, it's not just like, Oh, come celebrate me. It's also when you get these things in the mail, it's like, what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Because everybody right. else is on this fucking journey And that's part of what Misato and Ritsuko are talking about in this episode is like, we have sacrificed marriage and relationships for work and, and everybody else is going on with like regular traditional adulthoods. And we are either shackled to the same relationships that we've had since college or, uh, or we are married exclusively to our jobs. Um, I don't know. This years ago, episode. so fucking episode. Years so ago, good. yeah, and and uh, this isn't specifically like marriage, but mm. like a thing I always think of it is years ago, I had this bit that I used to do where I dress up as Skeletor and like tell roast jokes, like filthy roast jokes about He Man. <laughs> um, and I I had done that one night at like a midnight show, the show Tournament of Nerds at UCB, and the next morning. Uh, I got up and I saw Facebook. I was still on Facebook at the time. And my high school classmate, a good friend of mine who was a year younger than me in school, uh, just posted that he'd won a Distinguished Mathematics Professor Award. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he didn't have the crowd in the palm of his hand, did he? It's Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Um. The the uh. Yeah. Th- this is like there's just it's, it's so much heavy shit because that's heavy adult shit. And then there's also like like Shinji's life is just so fucking horrible. That's what these two episodes just like reminded me of. Just like man, his life fucking sucks. Just what a fucking miserable <laughs> yeah. existence he has. Everything that happens to him is so humiliating and degrading, and he just endures it because what a, what choice does he have? But like he's like talking about like he's like he's got to visit his mom's grave. So he's going with his dad he barely knows, and he's trying to, like, find out, like, anything about his dad. He doesn't know, doesn't remember his mom, I don't think, and is trying to, like, find out anything about his dad from Ray, and that's partly why their conversation's coming from. So it's, like, it, it, that's that's more heavy shit of just, like, a, a child grieving the loss of a parent that he never really knew. And and the the parent the surviving structure, uh, like, like, support structure he has is, like, uh, someone else he doesn't really know. Well, the... Yeah, the the whole episode is about hunting. I mean, it's the title, but it's also about it's not kisses like the act. It's intimacy as a concept. Mm-hmm. It's oh. here we here are a bunch of broken families and a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of people who aren't getting married, who aren't who aren't as old as they wish they were in Asuka's case or like has never really considered themselves as a person in Ray's case. And it's just like this series. It's a a spread out fan of like a bunch of people who are desperate for connection and relationships and don't have them. Like there's not like Gendo says there's not even a fucking body where in the grave. 
So when they get to the grave, because because uh, we you know we get a little bit of the wedding, and and I I think you know I just love all this shit because it's just sort of yes yes of course we're we're living through our own boring apocalypse right now, um but it's it's like it's just like people still crave normalcy so yeah weddings still go on people will still have them you, you know at the height of at height of COVID people are still gathering masked up or whatever trying to 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 make the best of it having like a you know a wedding outdoors just like like we'll have some simulation of uh the, this this approximation of what we would do in normal times and like of course they're like still big weddings and and people are trying to to act like things are just are still normal so yeah, yeah. We get a little bit of wedding where with kaji arriving um but yeah then they're at the cemetery and then just like the work like you know because this, this show just world builds so efficiently and just like these this gigantic unending field of grave markers is just so harrowing it's just like jesus christ this is like this is like the not even a, a, like the final resting place, but this is just like the symbolic, you know, resting place of like literally like a million people. We we also missed just as like a small, a tiny scene is the mm-hmm. scene where uh, where Asuka is watching soap operas with Pen Pen. Mm-hmm. And she uh, she asks to borrow Masato's perfume for this fucking blind date oh, that, right. uh, that that she's got to go on. Right. She's like, can I borrow the lavender perfume? And Masato's like, that's not for kids. And that's that's imp- every sentence in this fucking show. Yeah. Like she's that made me like, think, I got to smell his perfume. <laughs> <laughs> there. What's going on here? And then in that same scene. Asuka is like upset at Shinji for not for like Shin, the way Shinji's about to deal with his dad at this like cemetery visit. And she's like, if if he wants something, he should just say it, mm-hmm, which right. is like an indictment of all of her behavior so far in this whole fucking series and also in the episode itself. Like if she wants Kaji yes. to pay attention to her, she should just say it. If if and yet she's attacking Shinji for being like. What the fuck? Like. If you don't want to hang out with your dad, just fucking say it. And well, isn't it saying- true that like all the best advice you have to give to somebody are, is like things that somebody should also say to you, like like things that sure, you wish somebody yeah. was saying, like like that to her is like is like she needs to hear that from somebody else, but she's the one that's blabbing on and on about how <laughs> just say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Lose so- weight. Cut your hair. You look ridiculous. Wait, you say that to 41. other people? My God. Hairline's receding. Stop trying Fuck. to cover it up with a hairband. Who are you telling this to? Is that- <laughs> Start dressing like an adult. Don't ever don't, do that. Don't, don't ignore don't. your wife. No. Well, all right. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Call your parents on their birthday. <laughs> I say that all the time, and I feel like I feel like that's the advice. I, w- I wish other people would just not tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've seen the we've seen the cemetery scene. Uh, Asuka goes out on her fucking date with some random dude. Uh, and then Misato goes to the to the wedding um, and we see like enough of the wedding to feel the 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 feeling of a wedding, mm-hmm. but these right. shots are like one second each. It's like a shot of karaoke, a shot of like somebody giving like a speech. Like, it's all just like, it's, it's a fucking wedding, right? It um, looks like the most fun wedding of all time. Like they made it look <laughs> so fun. It looked great. Everybody looked great. Ritsuko Masato looked great. Everybody looks fantastic. Yep. yep. 
There's a little um, Easter egg, um, just if you're paying attention, that, that uh, you can see Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn oh. in one of the shots. Sort of creeping in the background, that's right. Yeah, they're yeah. just sneaking in. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Julia Roberts, you can see her out the window. She's running away. Yeah. yeah that's That just, you know, I didn't really see it till my third watch, but I picked up on those little details. <laughs> um, when... Gendo leaves the cemetery and is like, I don't have photos of my wife slash your mom. Yes. Uh, and then gets into a helicopter, you could call it. Yeah, Love it's a it. helicopter, right? So alpha. Yeah. Uh, Ray is there with him, symbolizing this relationship that Shinji wishes he could have with his father that Ray seems to have that he doesn't have access to. Uh, so I wasn't is is he is she really aboard or does does Shinji just think he sees her aboard? She's really aboard. She's really aboard. Okay. Yeah, she's she's really yeah. on board because they go someplace together. Uh um So <clears throat> you also get the heartbreaking moment when Shinji's like I was really nice seeing you today and his dad's like sure. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't think I have a question, but I don't. Yeah. I know you can't answer it. I can, but I can't. What is it? You can, but you can't. Something about there not being anybody, there not being any photos, is sus to me, and that's mm. all I'll say about it. Hmm. But I don't know if so, I'm watching a certain other type of show too much to then think this way, you know. Well, true crime. I think you're. I think you've got some, some evidence there mm-hmm. for definitely a thing. Okay. Right. But I would like to. I would like to part ways with one part of it for mm-hmm. you. Okay. Just so that you aren't. I mean, you can, but I don't think having no photos is exclusively about what kind of person Gendo is. That makes sense. Uh, like, he's... He is not a good person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Not sentimental would yeah. be... Like, he's not... Yeah, he's yeah. not, you know, he's not even a sentimentalist. Yes. Um, but also, there is a line here that I think is partly how he is able to rationalize living in this hell, uh, which I have here. Man survives by forgetting his memories. Uh, but, but there's some things a man should never forget. So it's like, I think that's part of like how he, you know, he deals with it. Right. Like that's, that's, that's to be charitable to him. It's like his, his exterior coldness is the only way he's able to endure. So, um, when we check in with Shinji again at home, we're shocked because he's fucking playing the cello and he's great at it. <laughs> I love it. Fucking Nobody love ever it. asks so him anything yeah. about himself. He's like, yeah, I'm actually like really good at this. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> nobody's like, maybe you should be in an orchestra instead of like piloting an Eva. And he's yeah. just like, it. and also the, ju- I'm going to use, I'm going to use a bad word here to describe a woman, but it's the only word that I can think that applies the full on, full-blown bitch move of sarcastically <laughs> clapping after you just walked yes, in on your so roommate. <laughs> it's so the cold. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good going, maestro. Yeah, she's such a fucking jerk. <laughs> fucking nut shot him. Asuka comes in and, and is like, yeah, 
Great job. What a, what, yeah. oh, you're so good at the cello. Like, Encore. Why? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. Way to go, Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's a, yeah, it, it's great, but there's also an element of just like Shinji's character detail, which is just like, like she's just sort of talking about him and she's being, you know, she's kind of damning with faint praise and, um, and, and, and she's like, why are you still doing it? And he's like, because nobody ever told me to stop. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, that's just that, like you were talking about, Heather, of every line having such import of just like, yeah, that's yeah. just his how he lives his fucking life. It's like someone yeah. tells me to do something. OK, I'll do it. And they'll do it until they someone tells me to stop. And if they don't, I'll just keep doing it forever. Yeah, it's uh, also she also drops. Asuka also drops in that scene that how she ditched her date. <laughs> yes. She's like. They were in line for the Ferris wheel. She just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> so cruel. Like she she talks about um, she talks about like not like she doesn't like kid shit. Right. Over and over and over again in this episode. Um, and then she changes into Misato's T-shirt. Like she wants mm. to be an adult so fucking bad that she changes into Misato's clothes mm -hmm. so that perhaps Shinji will start looking at her as an adult because she can't even bring herself to confess any of the feelings that she might have for him, let alone for mm -hmm. Kaji, right? Um, God, it's so fucking, it's so, like she, she, she's, I, look, the, the the one of the big moments in this in this episode is is Shinji and Asuka kiss, right? Yes. And they do it yeah. for the same reason that so many fucking teenagers have their first intimate experience, which right. is like being bored. Yeah. You know, and like throwing out a bunch of hormonal signals to somebody else and then finally being like, "Do you you want to like make out or something?" It's just like cripplingly awkward. Uh and another Example of people not saying the thing in the episode, right? Yeah, she puts on. Yeah, for she puts sure. On, she puts on Misato's shirt, but she's not like, "Hey, look at me sexually." She says, "Kaji's the only real dude around," but it, it as bait to try and get Shinji to be like, "Well, I'm a dude," but of course Shinji's not going to take that bait. Like, he's still reeling from her, like mock clapping him when when he finished playing the cello. Yeah, his ears are still ringing from getting the fucking <laughs> shit kicked out of him a second ago. <laughs> um, the next. The next scene is uh, Misato, Ritsuko, and Kaji at a bar after uh, after the wedding, right? I want to mm -hmm. hang out at this bar. And fucking, fucking bar looks so cool. Every fucking place in this. How these angels manage to not stomp on the coolest locations. It like it's real <laughs> lucky. Um, but you get the scene. You get the scene where uh, Misato's like, uh, "I'm gonna." I'm a, I got, I'm drunk. I'm going to go f to the bathroom. And then uh, Kaji says something like, hey, don't, don't, don't leave me here alone. Right? Like yes. some version of that, which is the same thing that Asuka did when she called him. It's like this, yes. fa this false, like, hey, I need, I, I need rescuing. Like yes. that's the sort of like feel, the, the energy of it. Um, In my translation, we, it's don't don't ditch me now. And Asuka talked about ditching someone. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so 
Then you get this fucking scene where Ritsuko and Kaji have like a, a one-to-one and Ritsuko is like, she's all business. Yes. Ka- Kaji's like, oh, man, Misato looks fucking hot as shit tonight. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of talk about college. And then. Yeah. I got a uh, fucking boner for this chick. <laughs> <laughs> It's a real deviation tonally from where the show has been up to this point. Yeah. Steam starts coming out of his ears. He starts hitting himself in the head with a huge mallet. Like, it was really crazy. Bow tie spinning. (laughs) The, he also, they also talk about how when they were in college, they were just pretending to be a family. They were pretending to play house. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is like the another recurrent theme in this episode of like pretending to be intimate with people and not actually earning that intimacy. Um, and you kind of ex- you realize that every single person in the show has a stunted adulthood, uh, either because they are actually children uh, because they are like petulant, like Gendo, where it's like, I'm not going to keep any photos of you or or you're like. It's it's these these adults who are married to their jobs who have never had a real relationship. Fuck, we're only on the first episode. It's been like 45 fucking minutes. And the next episode is so we're, we're, fucking good. We're at 32. We're doing okay time-wise. Well, my oh right, because my clock moves faster because I'm closer to a black hole. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we people don't know. We record this sort of like interstellar style. Uh, it's 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 really difficult. <laughs> I had a dream about Interstellar last night. See? It's like a very detailed dream that I was just watching Interstellar, <laughs> but like a bunch of shit was different. Like there was like a bunch of like it was weird. Like I was like my friends were in it. And then. Um, wow. Or at least the Weiger cut. Yeah. My, it was My friends were in it. And then some of them were superheroes. And then um, there was just like a headless character. Oh, my gosh. As a, as a quick side note. It's strange to me that Gen Z, so so many lists I've seen, Gen Z will put Interstellar on like their top 10 films. Interesting. I love I'm, this movie, yeah. Kids love this movie. And I'm like, we, we, did, have we talked about it on this podcast before? Or I ha, have so. I hallucinated I this conversation? So, no. Which is that it, so Interstellar is fantastic at moments, like individual cool moments, right? Mm-hmm. But really bad at like tying those things together, yeah. which might be perfect for an audience who's checking their phones. Yes. So, so this you is don't great. give a shit about the stuff in between and you're just like, oh, wow, he's docking. Wow. What a fucking cool thing. And then you look back down on your phone. So it doesn't matter that it doesn't really. But that's also that's extremely judgmental and an unnecessary indictment of an entire generation of people who might legitimately like it. It also might just be that they know the world is ending and that the show, the film is all about like the world being on fire. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I think there's like I, I think there's certain films that it kind of hits you at the right age. Like I'm old enough where like when Fight Club came out, it was kind of like at that point where it's just like, oh, man, this movie's really saying something. And then you get a little older like, oh, wait, there's like, you know, other things that do that make this point a little less clumsily, you know, and that that are that are there's also things that this was clearly derivative of that I just wasn't aware of when I was watching this as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, it was like extremely my shit. And I think that's probably, you know, I think there's probably an element of 
uh, Interstellar maybe resonating because it's like 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 hey maybe I haven't seen you know maybe I'm I'm 15 I haven't seen Tarkovsky's Solaris or or 2001 a Space Odyssey I haven't seen these other like you know these Earth science fiction or Evangelion I haven't seen these Earth science fiction works that maybe uh, inspired it uh, yeah Jessica's pointing an American Psycho Event Horizon mm-hmm. um, yeah that like I, I feel like there's certain movies that, that people just see at a certain age and it's like it locks into you because that's what that was your first exposure to these kind of ideas. Yeah. Which is even, yeah, that that's why I've never progressed into adulthood because I saw Evangelion at the right time and it's just about being stunted. So I was just like, <laughs> this is the way to live. I should be like Misato, which I've said on the show before. Uh, so Misato's cool. The next scene is, uh, Misato vomiting in an alley. <laughs> well, well, real quick, I do, I do want to point out this is another, oh, this is yeah. another thing of like, because, because he gives her a little souvenir, right? He gives her a little right. cat souvenir. Oh yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. She's like, what were you doing in? I can't remember. if She's like, what are you doing in Kyoto? Or what yeah. were you doing in Matsuhiro? One of the like, it's like I think she's like, uh, what were you doing in in Kyoto? And he was like, uh, I was actually in Matsuhiro. And then she like knows he's fucking lying. And yeah. so that's just another thing of like, okay, what's everyone? Everyone knows everyone's angle. And, and she's, I think she says, be careful, right? Yes. Right, right, right. She, yeah. She, she care. She knows what Kaji is doing. She understands what he's doing. And she's also like, Hey, you're my friend. And maybe ease up on this shit a little bit because like, you're going to yeah. get burned. Um, but the next scene after that is Misato vomiting in an alley <laughs> and then drunkenly walking home with uh, Kaji in the scene that is most disserviced by Netflix's acquisition of Evangelion mm-hmm. uh, because the music is torn out of this scene and the scene is edited to an, a, 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 a sound that you can't hear if you watch yeah. it on Netflix. Like the cuts are on music and, and, and the music is building throughout the scene and Fly Me to the Moon is about wanting to leave your present situation, which is a commentary on the scene she's having with Kaji, uh, where she talks about her, fu- like it's Misato is her most sincere, where she's like talking about how she's just like Shinji, how she runs away. She's, you know, mm-hmm. she, she only likes Kaji because he kind of reminds her of her dad. Uh, right. like it's, it's all about how she's been pretending to be an adult, even when she is an adult, and that she has never moved beyond childhood. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss. And he says he does it to, to shut her up, I think. Right. Or maybe yeah. he does it to shut her up. But she, like she, she's on like a big rant and she's kind of like just talking about everything. And then he just sort of leans in for the kiss. And don't yeah. forget, she was just throwing up. Who gives a she shit? She's just yakking. I hope she had a mint. In those fucking moments, who cares, man? <laughs> You just got to do what There's, the music's telling you or the absolute silence. <laughs> uh, but I, I was going to say the, yeah, you, you can really hear the difference in, in, in the music cues. And this is one where you rewatch it. You're just like, oh, wow, this really completely changes how this plays out or at least gives it a lot more emotional punch. Um, there's also a little, a, a little scene lit, which is just a great, like, like, oh, Shinji, you sweet summer child. When he's like, uh, he's like, she's like, is, 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 uh, is Masato coming home tonight? Asuka's asking that. And Shinji's like, like, no, uh, or, um, I think she will. She's with Mr. Kaji. 
And he's like, you idiot. That's why she's not coming home tonight. Like he just like completely doesn't get it. <laughs> doesn't understand that two adults might spend the night together. Also to back to them though, too, real quick. Cause in their, in, in their kiss, uh, Asuka immediately then goes to uh, like rinse her mouth out. She yeah. didn't even throw up. Yeah. Every, every, yeah. Every part about this is like, just again, Shinji's life is fucking horrible. Just what a fucking nightmare. The yeah, that would have right ended passage, me. Your first kiss, and then like first of all, this woman settling for it. Uh, this girl settling for it. Uh, clearly start saying the only reason she wants to do it is because she because she's bored. Whether that that's clearly a lie, but like I like he's not going to perceive that as such. She, no. Also, also like walking and clapping. She like baits him by being like, oh. Do you not want to kiss because your mom died today? It's such yeah. a fucking yeah. mean girl move. <laughs> so cruel. So mean. Plugs uh, his nose. Plugs his nose. They kiss. And then she gargles, calling back the vomiting. God damn this fucking show. It's, it's really good. It's so fucking good. Uh, Kaji shows up with Misato, uh, dumps her on her bed, and, and, and leaves. Uh, perhaps implying a a stepping up by Kaji into adulthood mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. like he heard the advice of Ritsuko he's like like which was a, about his job but is also about Misato like don't do this you're going to get hurt uh so he dumps her off at home and Asuka's like oh my god you're here and then smells Misato's perfume on him and gets fucking devastated and blames yeah. Shinji yeah uh which, oh, God, it's so good. Um, so then the next the next day, right, It's she's hungover. Masato's hungover, and she catches up with Kaji uh, as he is doing some shady bullshit at Nerve. And uh, he's like, nobody's telling you the truth. Which she is has a like, gun on him. Yeah, she has a gun on him. Which is fucking crazy. Like he's he's trying to enter something, gun a gun out of frame on him or into frame on him, and and it's Masato holding it. Yeah. And uh and he opens up a, a chamber that she's not supposed to see as chief operations officer or whatever the fuck her title is. And it is a giant crucified thing in a mask. With human yeah. legs dangling out of its guts, in a in a in a pond of the fluid that they use to make the evas go, and she's like the goo. Oh no! What? What? What are we doing? What? What are we actually doing here? Yes, this is Adam. They, like we we hear this is actually Adam and and he's got the fucking um he's got all these he's got like a weird face with like five eyes uh and uh it's a mask. And, oh it's a mask okay yeah it's a, it's it's the mask of seal it's seal's it. logo on the face of this creature which Kaji calls Adam uh and is like the 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 conceptual sci-fi hook of the episode that the thing that bridges us to the next thing is like, Hey, it's time to start telling the truth. Right. Like that's like the, the fucking gut punch about the whole thing. 
And the reason the episode is about all the stuff it's about is it's like, okay, now we're going to move into perhaps the truth part of the story of Evangelion. So when I first watched this episode, I was watching it before bed and I knew that I was going to watch one before I went to sleep. Mm. And Mm. I was so fucking jacked up at this reveal that I was like, I can't, I can't go to sleep. Yeah. I have to watch, I got to keep going. And I watched the next one and I was like, okay, I'm glad I did. But uh, that hyped me up. I love a reveal. That was huge. Yeah. Should have watched The Office or something. I uh, probably, yeah, probably fall asleep to Seinfeld instead. Yeah, I should have done yeah. that. I was really tired the next morning. Better. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there, whilst there's also a little scene where we see, we see Ray like is, is, you know, cause we saw, I guess, and I guess you confirmed that she was actually in the crowd and the, the helicopter earlier. Uh, but we see her like, she's like hooked up to some shit. Like Ray's <laughs> like in a tube nude uh, and something, something's happening to her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, it's some shit's happening and some shit's every- going down. Um, I, so when I was looking up things for this, to talk about in this episode, I discovered a, um, a piece of uh, analysis that I had never seen and I wanted to share just the idea cause I like it. Uh, mm. which is that we know Ritsuko is obsessed with cats, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that, uh, her cats are being taken care of by her grandmother, I think. Like, she mentions it somewhere. And the woman that Kaji meets up with is an old woman taking care of cats. Wow. So there's the possibility that this contact, this clandestine contact that Kaji meets with is Ritsuko's grandma. Wow. Which... Nobody is, it's not confirmed anywhere, but I saw that as a piece of like possible trivia. And I was like, I mean, that, that fucking tracks. That'd be great. Like, yeah. It doesn't, there's no reason it doesn't pay off or anything, but I, yeah. I just like a, that it, that it possibly exists. <sighs> Such a fun. Uh, should we move episode. on to episodes, episode 16? Yeah. That one's a the fucking banger. It's so great. Uh, the next one's a fucking banger. The title's They're both good. We're in it. The titles are. Uh, in sickness unto death or splitting of the breast. Uh, and let's just go. Let's fucking go, right? You got, uh, yeah. you got um, the, uh, they're doing a sink test and Shinji is the best. First time it's ever happened. Asuka's fucking pissed off about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and... There's a there's a moment in this episode. I think it's this episode. I, I that so. Let's let me let me restart. Let me restart. All right. Um. The first scene is not the sink test. It's uh. It's when they're all hanging out at home, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all hanging out at home. Uh, Asuka's like giving shit to Shinji about like the kind of person that he is. Uh, yeah, just tearing uh, him down. <laughs> just tearing him down for no reason. Like the morning, a- in theory, the morning after he's just been kissed by her. Yeah. This yes. morning, when Shinji's like making breakfast, I think is the emotional peak of Shinji's life. 
as a as a person. Mm. Like this is the closest he gets to family is like this breakfast this morning where he like goes from uh goes from uh hanging out with his family and there's like there's like sitcom you play where uh where Asuka's like, you and fucking Kaji hooked up. And Masato's like, no, we didn't. And then the answering machine goes off and it's like, hey, I, f- I fuck, I love you, baby, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and then, and then uh, she's like, uh, Masato's like, we're not, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a playboy, but we're not really hooking up. Um, so you get this moment where like, they're, they're all at their like dynamic peak. Like their interplay is both, uh, familiar, but also friendly, but also teasing. Like nobody's truly mean to each other in this scene. And Shinji's making breakfast, and it's great. Uh, there, um, then yeah, he's he's making breakfast, and he's it like you know he's wearing an apron. He's like very yeah. domesticated. He's got like he's prepared this amazing spread. And Asuka is like taking a bath, or she's about to get in the bath, and she comes out and yells at him because the bath's too hot. So it's like so he drew a bath for her. For like his roommate and like now she's mad that it's not perfect, which is just such like a, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of that that level of of ungratefulness that you get from so, or some of your close for like I did something nice for you and then you're mad at me because I'm because it's not exactly that way you wanted it. Uh, but then yeah. she also has like like a, like some character, you know, informs his character of like. Because he, he he immediately instinctively apologizes and she's like, it's like you always you automatically apologize so you don't get yelled at, which is yes. just like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I do that. Why not? <laughs> you know what? It works. Hey, you stopped yelling at me? Great. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go and do their sink their sink test. And they they all they all uh test out who's best with their Evas and fucking Shinji nails it. Like right yes. off of this feeling of like camaraderie and family, he's finally capable of like synchronizing with his Eva. Uh and uh and that plays into the next scene because Asuka's like pissed off about it. A new angel shows up and it's fucking awesome. It mm-hmm. is a sphere in the sky that's like zebra striped. Yes. And uh, the uh, the supercomputers can't determine whether or not it's an angel. And they're all like taking up sort of like military style Metal Gear Solid positions up against buildings. Yes. While they're waiting to like take on this angel. Like they've got guns and uh, and Asuka's like, why don't you take point? You, you're so fucking good at synchronizing. Why don't you take point to Shinji? And Shinji, for the first time in the show, says, you're right. I'll do it. He he, I, like, yeah, he's he's kind of yeah. like he's he's kind of being like, OK, I'm going to try to be an alpha for once. Um, yeah. There was a, there's a, there's an earlier quick scene, which is just like such a, I feel like this is like, this is, this is such a relatable thing. Like, I feel like I'm in this situation all the time where you just see people laughing in the distance and you assume it's about you when she's just on the bus by himself yeah. and there's two kids like laughing and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. He just feels self-conscious about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's that I've never seen that in a thing until. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's also like it's he's so important. He's such an important like he's like he's maybe the most important person alive. Like yeah. he's like he's like perhaps the most important human in this reality. And he's, and taking he's still the like bus home. Yeah, he's he's taking the bus and he's like so, like self-conscious because some middle schoolers are tittering a few rows in front of him. 
But it's also, it's also, so like throughout the show, you keep seeing his hand. Like when he's on the mm-hmm. phone with his dad, you see his hand and he can't, he can't turn it into a fist. It's like flinching. Right. Like he has no uh, determination. And then after he gets the, uh, the, the feedback of being the best at uh, his sync rate and Misato says in English, you're number one, uh, you yeah. see him on the bus and he makes a fist for, I think the first time, like I can do it. And then mm-hmm. the kids laugh at him immediately undermining this one moment of like personal courage that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But still in the next scene, uh, when Asuka's like, why don't you take point? He's like, you said it, Misato, you are number one. I'll take point. And he rushes in to fucking says, attack this angel. Says, combat is a man's job. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, ugh. Yeah, he like and went she, way too down, far. Dude. Yeah. And, yeah. And also, like, I think they cringe. Like Misato's like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and Ritsuko's like, Ritsuko's like, well, he must be going through puberty. Like, that's a that's a Right. Some real, real jerk stuff. Yeah. Right? Oh, cool. Shinji got his first pube today. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he's like coming up to the, he's like, you know, back up against a building, gun in hand. Uh, and he decides to take action for the first time in the show, shoots the angel, it disappears. And then a shadow appears underneath him, which is the true angel. This is a two-dimensional angel, and the thing it was casting in the sky was the three-dimensional shadow, which yes. is fucking great. And it's really cool conceptually. Also, just like an awesome like boss fight concept. Yeah, I'm just like I imagine that, and just like okay, you shoot something, and then it, it like in one one frame just like dematerializes. Yeah, like not even like a like an explosion animation. It's just gone. And then the the. All of Tokyo 3 begins to sink into this two-dimensional shadow, trees, buildings, cars, etc., and Shinji, who is firing pointlessly his like pistol into the fucking ground until he finally gets sucked into this theoretical two-dimensional space of the angel's body, and you watch the umbilical cord going in as he sinks further and further and further mm-hmm. into this two-dimensional shape. Uh, and Misato, uh, Misato's like, hey, you guys got to pull back. And Ray, of all the fucking people, is like, we can't just leave Shinji behind. Yes. Right. More evidence of her self, like her, her growing sense of self-identity. Uh, and uh, Misato's just like, no, you got to retreat. They pull out the umbilical cord and there's nothing attached to it. And Shinji is just stuck inside of the angel, right? And yeah, now some sort of limbo. Shit starts to fall apart for our protagonists. Mm-hmm. This is this is where it's like, oh no. Oh man, we've all been like, we didn't know we were on an emotional cliff, but all of us have been pushed to the edge. And this it's is the gnarly. episode where we are like fucking pushed off. Like Ray starts like fucking attacking Asuka. You know, they, it, first they, t- they 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 say that like Shinji's gonna die if he, if they, if they can't get him out of this angel by dawn, right? Because he only has a certain amount of uh, life support in in his uh, plug suit. Uh, Sixteen hours, yeah. Yeah, Asuka blames Shinji. She's like, "Well, he shouldn't have fucking rushed in." And Ray is like, she gets up in her face and is like, "Do you only pilot for other people's praise?" 
Like she, fucking Ray is like attacking Asuka. Oscar's uh, like, I only do it for my own approval. I don't need anybody else, which is another fucking lie. Uh, and then Masato says something that's kind of sweet. She's like, I'm going to, he'll be in trouble when he gets back. Right? So yes. good. Well, so uh, well, good. when Shinji is seeking, uh, sinking into this abyss, yeah, he is so like, it's just sheer terror. And he's just yelling like Miss Misato, Miss Misato over and over again. Yeah. Yes. So like, she's just hearing her name being caught, like, like desperately called out as, for as a lifeline. By a child. He, by a child as he dematerializes into this this you know unending abyss it's it's just so like how fucking traumatizing for her it's it's really really scary nobody knows exactly what's happening and it's also just like just to go back to this point earlier Shinji's first day at being good at this yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it yeah. just falls yeah. apart like he immediately like falls off a cliff yeah. like just a, a fucking nightmare and so does everybody. Everybody yeah. falls off the cliff in this episode. Yes. All the relationships start breaking down. Uh, you you see him. You cut to Shinji inside of the um, inside of the shadow inside of the Eva. Uh, he's trying to sleep. It's been tons of hours. Like I can't. That alone is torture. Like just like one being scared because you're inside of something that does that shouldn't exist <laughs> yeah, two <right. laughs> running out of the ability to sleep in goo yeah <laughs> that's a lot for a little kid to deal with um, i never thought sleeping could be this exhausting is yeah, the line just yeah like, uh and he's got like 4 to 5 hours left of power um then we go back to outside of the shadow outside of the angel and uh, Ritsuko explains what I said earlier. It's a two-dimensional space with a three-dimensional body. Uh, and that uh, that they have to they have to figure out a way to get Shinji out of the shadow. And Asuka's like, we're not going to be able to fight this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like Asuka, who always has a plan, who's always like, rush in, stab a thing, cut it in half. Who gives a shit? Uh, she's like... Well, then we're fucked. Like, if we can't. Yes. If this is a, a theoretical Dirac C space, we can't do anything with the Evas. Um, so then my heart, my, my poor boy, my Shinji, he wakes up and he, like the liquid he's in is starting to get cloudy and filthy. Because the filtration system has broken down. It smells like blood. He has a full panic attack. Tries to open the hatch inside of the Eva and can't. And then he calls for help from everyone. Masato, Asuka, Rei, Ritsuko, and even his fucking dad. Like he is so already at a bottom of like panic and stress that that he's he's begging anybody for help and is just dying alone inside of this goo. Yeah. I've never smelled as much blood in my life as uh, uh, Shinji has over the course of this series. Like he's just <laughs> constantly like whiffing blood. Yeah. He's he's not just smelling it, he's breathing, like breathing blood. It. He's breathing in blood, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've like seen enough of it to smell it. 
You know what I mean? Like, I've tasted remember, it. Remember when yeah. uh, when uh, Hideo Kojima wanted to make the discs in that video game smell like blood when That's they were right. heated up? Yeah. Oh, right. Maybe, cool. maybe like otaku type people are just more familiar with the smell of blood? Maybe. Could be. I would, I yeah, if I smelt that, it'd be like, okay, what is what this supposed to smell like? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we go back out to, uh, Ritsuko's in charge of this operation because she's the chief science officer, right? Uh, she plans to have all 992 atomic N2 mines dropped into the, uh, into the shadow. The remaining EVAs are going to activate their AT field, uh, and hopefully push unit one out of this theoretical space. Uh, Masato's like, that sounds like it's going to kill Shinji. And Ritsuko's like, our priority is getting the Eva out. Yes. And Masato. Yeah, it's a salvage operation. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hauls off and slaps her friend as hard as she can as a helicopter flies over. Fucking great moment. Uh, Ritsuko gets her glasses off the ground. Uh, and Misato's like, you're a piece of shit. And she's like, <laughs> you got to trust me here. This is all we've got, right? You this fucking is suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and Ritsuko is like, Misato, you're relieved of duty because you're too emotional. Like, right. we, we, like, so much shit is breaking down in this episode. Uh, she and, she asked her she asked uh, Ritsuko uh, just point blank like what is an Eva yeah like you know she just just and and <laughs> she's 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 like ambiguous about she's still like I still don't know what Adam is I still know what the human instrument about Elodie Project is which which is because you know the 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 series speaks with so much authority like all the characters know what they're talking about and like mm-hmm. as you mentioned about the last episode so you assume they just aren't saying like the way that i don't call you nick weiger at the top of every conversation is mm-hmm. the but but if you write a script it's like well nick what are you doing today so that the audience understands who the characters are like yes, you just right. assume misato knows what the fucking evas are so when she says what's an eva you're like oh no she doesn't know either like (laughs) that's not good (laughs) um so we get we get back to uh to shinji and he is having I don't know if it's a, a, a like a like a crisis of introspection or if he's having a nervous breakdown or what what it is that we're experiencing in the show while we watch this visually. Um, but it's Shinji sort of deconstructing his relationship to other people uh, as he is dying. Uh, and he's on a train, which I like to call. The train of thought. Get it? It's a train of thought. <laughs> Can you explain? It's a train of thought. Like it's a train of he's on a train, but it's the train of thought. Yeah, I laughed, but I didn't understand. So is that is the it's like going to a place called thought? I don't I just I don't know That's if like anybody else has city. ever if people refer to it like that, but I refer to it that way and I've always been really proud of it. I've never had a place to 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 put that. That oh, it's the train of thought. You're going from yeah. one thought to the next. Anyway, that's it. That's as much. That's that. You can that was ba- me ba- making it to me off pod. 
That was me making a fist on a bus and kids laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> I do like the way this is visualized when he's having these conversations. Like, I feel do, like I, I haven't, it's, it's just, a, it's just when he's, when he's talking to himself and it's just like, he's got the two selves that are kind of like going back and forth. And we've just got like a, you know, like a horizontal line. That's kind of like a waveform versus like yep. a vertical line. It's yep. just like, Oh, that's just a really cool way to, to make that demarcation. Yeah. And, and it's also, you hear two versions of Shinji's voice. You hear a younger version of himself speaking to his present self as he sort of interrogates himself and where he's arrived at his life in his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Shinji sort of in this, in this interrogation of, of self, uh, I think the conversation that he has with himself is, is a, the conversation of Evangelion. It's sort Mm. of like, are you, how do you live? Uh, there in the old ADV translation, there was a, a a a line about how you can't just take the moments of happiness in your life and string them together like a rosary, which was a yes. really flourishing, wonderful way of saying it. That is, I don't think has ever been translated like that again because it's not a direct translation. Mm. Uh, but I love I loved that, and it's sort of like, is that going to be enough to get you through life? Uh, and he, he, then he says to himself that if, if, if that's the only way you live, it's not going to be enough. And it doesn't matter that other people, that that's enough for other people to, uh, to live like that. It's not enough for you. And I know it because I am you. Uh, and, uh, is, is the rosary line in the Netflix translation? I don't think they use the I don't think they use the word rosary, but they definitely talk about the I love it. I don't remember, though. Um, So. So Shinji at this desperate final point is just like, please stop, stop. Can I just die in peace? Do I have to listen to myself, hate myself as I'm dying? Do I have to go through all of this? Yeah. Um, We cut out uh, to. Uh, Ritsuko being like, shit's about to, he's going to die soon. We have to, we have Mm -hmm. to, we have to, we have to forward the operation a few minutes on the chance that he'll be able to live through it. And then you cut back to this awesome sequence where Shinji continues to interrogate his own memories. And you see that he's remember, this is new information that he's remembering that uh, when Yui died, that Gendo was publicly accused of murdering her. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, right. His mom. Uh, Shinji thinks that they were happy. He remembers on the day that she died that she was smiling. Uh, she, uh, he hears his father telling... So in the first episode of the show, we hear you you shouldn't run away, you shouldn't run away from Shinji as sort of a, a mantra. And now we discover that his father was the one who told him that first. His father mm-hmm. was the one who said, don't run away. Uh, so uh, he, he confesses that he doesn't want to be alone anymore. He wakes up in the, in the plug and it is, he's, there's, it's cold, and he's a few minutes from death and like there's a little light on his plug suit that's going out. Uh, and 
he's ready to die, having realized that all he really wanted was maybe not to be alone. And then he opens his eyes and you see a woman touching his face. Uh, He realizes it's his mom. And then you see a moment where he flashes back to his childhood and he's holding up a marble. Uh, And he's like, you hear the mom, the mom say, uh, is that, that's enough for you? Then that's all you need. Like Shinji is in his childhood saying, this is all I need to live. And Mm -hmm. his mother is like, then, okay. If that's what it takes for you to live, then at least you found something. Outside of the Eva and the angel, Ritsuko's like, all right, let's go. (laughs) And the Eva explodes out of the, like, punches through it. Yes. Cracks this this two-dimensional, three-dimensional being. Blood pours out out of the thing as Shinji has reactivated the Eva after it's powered down, after it's run out of, uh, of energy, not unlike what happened in the very first episode. Uh, it's fucking screaming also. Yes. The, the Eva is like, <laughs> as it stands. It's crazy. Washed Horrifying. In, washed in blood. Uh, it's fucking great. It's great animation. I feel like I've been talking for like 20 minutes. No, guys, you got I have a question. To add? Yo, go for it. I, I wonder if there's something to the read. Uh, in, I'm just putting this together right now that, uh, now that we've sort of talked it out a little bit. Uh, in that vision that he's having with his mom yeah. and, and he's yeah. just talking about how, you know, if that's all you need, um, that's all you need. Uh, a marble is the same shape as uh, the angel that he's destroying, right? It's like mm. a sort of big yeah. spherical mm. ball. Yeah, um, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't it know is, what I'm trying it, to say exactly, but it's like uh, maybe Shinji is realizing, or maybe he's coming to the realization that this is what he's supposed to be doing. Well, it could all it it, it could be that it could mm-hmm. also be that holding this marble in his hand is his expression of being of having power over the angel. Mm-hmm. Like he has reduced it in size to this tiny thing, yeah. just by expressing what it is that he truly wants to this vision of his mother that he's seeing inside of the Evangelion, right? I don't need this. I don't need anything. Right. But then when he wakes up in the hospital bed, or no, he he, he wakes up, he's not in the hospital bed in this one. He, he wakes up and, and Misato's crying and like holding mm-hmm. him or something. Mm-hmm. And he says, I just wanted to see everyone again. Yes. Right. Gut-wrenching. Which means that the thing that he had in his hand was the desire to see people. Like, that's mm. what ma- made the Eva come back. It's what made him powerful enough to... It's the desire for connection is enough to power the entire Evangelion and also perhaps to power a human life. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Yeah. He's ultimately afraid of being abandoned. And, you know, that's what... that That's that's what... Uh, exactly what you just said. That's what resuscitates him. Um, just the fountain of what looks like blood... Yeah. When he explodes out of this fucking thing, just, just, it's, it's, it's Fangoria shit. It's just like, yeah. it, there's just so much red liquid just spraying, uh, Tokyo. Or yeah. are we up to Tokyo three at this point? Which yeah. Tokyo, red Tokyo, Tokyo three. Tokyo. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, just spraying, just, just, just a fucking typhoon of blood or a blood-like substance yeah. from the, yeah. the angel's shadow. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's grisly. It is gnarly. And we've also got, like, not just Misato, but Ritsuko is like, Jesus Christ, what have we done? Like, what are these <laughs> monsters? Yeah. What are these? Yeah, like, like, just like the grappling with the horror of, of we do, we have no control over these things that we, with the, the, the Evas, we have no idea what they actually are. Well, that's kind of the human relationship to so much technology is like, yeah. it's like, oh, wow, we really, we made cars. We really did it. And then we look and the whole fucking earth is, is burning up or yes, like, yes. Oh wow, we mastered the atom and then we blow up a city with it. Like we yes, always right. are doing like a thing where we're like, you know what? Maybe we could do this and then we do something horrible with it on our journey yeah. to doing something good with it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh so our final Facebook's scene- a cool way to to uh rate <laughs> yeah. co- like rate college girls attractiveness. Yeah. Oh wait, the Sri Lankan government fell. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> So our final scene is in the hospital uh, yeah. and uh, Shinji wakes up and Ray's been sitting there with him the whole time, which is fucking great. Like what, a, like Ray again, starting to come into her own as a, as a being. Uh, the palette here uh, too. It's just, it's so starkly white. Yeah. It's just, it's so blown out. Um. Which is kind of like, 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 you know, it it makes it feel like kind of like a, it like a fantasy, even though that we're in reality. It's just so, yeah. So, you know. Shinji says to Ray that he's like, I'm okay. And she says the same thing that the vision of his mother said inside the Eva, which is like, well, that's good. That's good for you. Mm -hmm. And he's like startled by it because Ray kind of reminds him of his mom. Uh, and then she goes to leave and you see this sweet moment where you find out that Asuka has been listening on the other side of the door. like pretending not to yeah. care about Shinji, but like actually like caring about him and not wanting him to know that she cares about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he laughs about it and then he smells his hand and he's like, it still smells like blood. Fly yes. me yeah, to the insane. moon. <laughs> <laughs> That was, yeah, truly wild. And I was also thinking, I was like, oh, okay, this ceiling, not so unfamiliar anymore, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. What a, what a great, that I've been waiting. Perfect. I do want to say that for, for as much as, as going through this show with you two is, is a horror uh, for me, uh, it also is nice to hear Eva jokes for the first time in my life. Oh, great! <laughs> so good job. <laughs> the f- oh, it's so good. Um, well, uh, that's that's it for episodes. 15 and 16 of Evangelion, unless you guys have wow. other thoughts or questions that you'd like to, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily have another thought about the episode. I wanted to, cause we haven't talked about this on the show yet. I wanted to, um, just give a shout out to this Twitter account, this Twitter and Instagram account that oh, yeah. a, a fan has put together a listener. Yes. Um, it's called, uh, at get animate quotes. It's no context, get animated on Twitter. 
and they pull great images from the show and quotes from our show on it, and it delights me to no end. So whoever you are, out yourself if you'd like to, or if you'd like to remain anonymous, but you know, keep your anonymity. I'd love to give you a proper shout out, but go follow that account if you're listening. It's great. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. rad stuff. It's it's really great. Thank you so much. It makes every day of my life a little bit better. Next week we're gonna be talking about episodes 17 and 18 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh and I'm fucking psyched as shit about it. Do you um when, what episode are we going to be talking about the thing that you said you realized that you can't say? Because I feel like we're getting oh, it's, there. Again, it's really small. It's okay. so small. It's so unimportant. Uh, it's, it's like, it's, I it's, like the show. It's one little thing that like I noticed for the first, like it was just tiny. It's tiny. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I think a nice character a piece of character information. That's it. It's okay. really small. You'll be like, this is it. Um, Me losing sleep over it. Like, I got, can't wait till no, Heather says this thing. No, it's really, it's really small. Like, it, it, if you had never brought it up again, I would have said, oh, and I think maybe this moment could be interpreted like this. Yeah. And say the thing. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember when you said that. But instead now we've had like multiple episodes where I have to like develop some major theory. Yeah, it, it's yeah. going to be yeah. just like Shinji farted here. Yeah. <laughs> I know something really small. Uh, Shinji's dick. He's also he's also got a tiny dick. <laughs> one of his one of his many problems. <sighs> Life sucks, man. All right, what? guys. What? Oh no! I guess we got animate. Yeah, we wow. we got animate. Good job, everybody. <laughs> we did. Hope it. there's fan service next time. Oh please! I hope there's fan service. 